Good morning, guys. It's Emmett. So we were just at uh, the family's camp on a lake in Maine. Uh, it's a pretty wild lake up north. And the water for drinking comes from a spring down the road, but the water for washing uh, is pumped up from the lake. And the water level was super low when we were just there a couple days ago when we got there and lowest any of us has ever seen it. And at one point, um, my wife goes rushing over to the breaker panel because she realizes the water pump has been running and running and running. And we figured out that it was because the inlet was being exposed in the troughs between some big waves and it had sucked in some air and was overheating the pump. And so then she and my brother, who he and his family were there with us, spent the next couple of days getting the appropriate parts from the hardware store and fixing it and, and also taking the opportunity to generally patch up the rotting pump house. Uh, and this work I would describe as um, crisis work. And it's the most, um, not frantic isn't the right word, but it is, it is the most, it's where you need to drop everything and deal with a crisis and make it a top priority. And whatever else you thought you were going to be doing needs to be fit around to that thing, right? And we all have these in our lives where something happens and we just need to deal with it. Similarly, at the same time, come on dogs. I realized that the extreme low water meant that there were all these rocks exposed along the shoreline that um, uh, normally you didn't have access to, they were underwater. And that this was the moment, if ever I was gonna have a moment, to build a stone staircase. There's a, the camp was built in the 40s. And there's an extremely perilous, steep wooden staircase down a rock ledge that is not on its absolute last legs, but it's getting close. So we've been pioneering a new way around that involves going down this sort of rocky defile. And I decided that it would be good to build a stone staircase up it. And that this was the moment to do it because I had access to all these stones that otherwise I'm not sure where I would get them. And so I spent part of Saturday or yesterday, maybe yesterday, <laughs> building uh, maybe a eight step stone staircase, which was a little bit tricky because it was hard to anchor the bottom ones. So I had to anchor them by sweeping rocks over to one side. You can see in the photo. But I ended up managing to get it super stable and all chinked up nicely and a cedar handrail that sort of cantilevered out over the space. So it, it works great. Um, and I would never have been able to make it as well as I did if it weren't for the opportunity presented by this low water. So that's work number two, is opportunistic work, where it's not as frantic as crisis work, but 
the opportunity is there and it's a fairly limited window and you better take advantage of it when you can. Much seasonal work is opportunistic work. You're taking advantage of the fact that there's grass to be cut and turned into hay. You're taking advantage of the fact that it's Christmas season and people are looking to buy wreaths. You're taking advantage of the fact that, um, well, a, another good example in my life right now is we're making applesauce. And it's apple season and the apples are going to last only so long. And, you know, we have these couple of evenings where we can do it and then we'll move on to something else in the evenings. But it's that opportunistic work that's kind of time sensitive. If you take advantage of them, you'll be happy you did. But it's not a crisis. And then we get to the third kind of work which is the work that writing my latest book is, the book about spoon carving that I'm working on. And that work is um, methodical work in that there's no real, you know, it could turn into opportunistic work if there was some reason for me to kick it up uh, into that category, right? If, if there was some deadline that made sense where I just, you know, had to meet that deadline, great. Then it becomes opportunistic work in order to meet that deadline. If I had a hard deadline, like I was under contract to a publisher and had a hard deadline, well then towards the end it could become crisis work where it takes precedent over everything else uh, and becomes the thing that I focus my efforts on in order to resolve it. But I don't, and I don't want to do it that way. And so it is methodical work. And it's work that I get up at 6 every morning and write for about 45 minutes to an hour. And I complete a couple more pages of it. And I'm slowly working my way through all the information in my head about spoon carving. Today I wrote about uh, splitting the wood off the sides of the handles and, and how splits run depending on the amount of mass on either side of the split, right? Little details like that. Methodical work is really good for capturing things with a lot of complexity. Um, whereas with crisis work, you're often uh, sort of doing things doing whatever needs to be done to sort of deal with the crisis, right? We didn't completely rebuild the pump house. Uh, or rather, my wife and my brother didn't. They slapped a couple pieces of plywood down for a new floor on the rotting floor, and they rebuilt the roof. Uh, and even that was fairly slapdash, although my brother never does anything slapdash, so I'm sure it was less so than if I had done it. Uh... The opportunistic work is probably the work where there is the most interesting balance between doing something as well as it can be done or to a certain standard, but also with a, an eye towards swiftness. And... 
and I think, you know, I, I, I would like to place as much of my work into the, this middle camp as possible because it seems to me that there are seasons and cycles to everything and, and the best is when you can be working in this middle zone, right? Last week, because I have this arbitrary deadline of switching over to my Christmas tree farm, the spoon carving that I've been doing and making blanks for people got kicked up into the crisis kind of work where I was pushing myself to deal with the fact that I was behind schedule and needed to claw back a couple days. And I pushed myself really hard and uh, made it my top priority and didn't do a bunch of other things that I would have spent my time doing and dealt with it. But it's much nicer to be in that sort of middle zone of, okay, what what needs to happen today, what are the opportunities today, and what are the things that I want to keep going with today. So on, on any given day, actually, the things that make it onto my to-do list tend to be the first two, tend to be the crisis and the opportunity. And crisis stuff I tend to front load to the beginning of my day, right? So today I need to go to the post office and get all these things I made last week out the door so I can pivot to the next stuff. And I also need to call back a bunch of people who called about uh, Christmas trees and wreaths because orders are starting to come in. So those are time-sensitive things. I want to do them right off the bat before I lose track of them. And then I'll pivot to the opportunity of the moment, which is setting myself up for a successful couple of weeks of carving the Spoon of the Month Club. Um, and the stuff that's methodical tends to not even make it onto my list. Right, Writing the book, getting up and writing every morning, doing the podcast, all the habits that really form the the skeleton, the bones, the framework of my day, the scaffolding of my day. Um, they don't make it onto the list because they're a given. And the time that I give to them is a given. I do this podcast every day. It plods forward. I work on my book every day. It plods forward. I post things on Instagram every day. That plods forward. The slow work, you have to give the slow work time in your life to the point where you know you're not going to shortchange it. The things that need to plod forward in order to continue, you give them their time. So, with such certainty that they don't even need to go on the to-do list. And then... The remainder of your day is dealt, is dealing with crises and then dealing with opportunities. So the crises for me, the, the, uh, yeah, the crises for me are going to be dealt with in the morning and then by this evening I'll be making applesauce and taking advantage of that opportunity. As always, I'm curious what you guys think of this 
breakdown, whether it's a helpful framework for you to think about how you break down the work in your life and and uh, and what falls into what category. Let me know. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.